Half of Wisdom, a podcast of prudent questions with your hosts, Jess and Chris. I'm Jess. And I'm Chris. Francis Bacon said that a prudent question is half of wisdom. Each episode, we bring you a question our kids asked us about something they've learned, and we help them find the answers they're looking for. This time on Half of Wisdom, we're talking about ticklishness. What is tickling? Why does it make us laugh? And can we tickle dogs the same way we can tickle people? We took last week off from the podcast to celebrate Mother's Day and generally relax, but we're glad to be back this week. If you're ticklish, and most people are, you may remember a time when someone tickled you. I remember when my little sister Rachel came to visit me when I was in law school in Chicago. She was about 12, and I took her to get a pedicure. She barely made it through because every time the woman touched her feet, it tickled. Mom, I'm ticklish too, and I wondered, why do we feel ticklish? The first thing to know is that there are two kinds of tickling. Chemesis, sometimes called light tickling, and gargolesis, which some people call heavy tickling. Chismesis is the sensation you get when something lightly moves across your skin, like a feather or a small bug. It causes a moving, itch-like sensation that often lasts longer than the stimulus itself. For example, you might still want to scratch even though you already swatted the bug away. This kind of tickling can occur pretty much anywhere on the body. But you're probably thinking about gargolesis, which is a kind of tickling that makes you laugh, and which is concentrated just at ticklish spots. Why does tickling make us laugh? It doesn't feel all that good. We don't know for sure. Believe it or not, scientists have studied the question, and they know that people laugh when they're tickled, even if they think they're being tickled by a machine. So it's not just a social signal that they're enjoying it. It may be just a reflex, an ingrained biological response to a stimulus that we can't control. If so, it raises the question of why we can't tickle ourselves. Why do we only feel ticklish if another person, or a machine apparently, is tickling us? That's not the case for most reflexes. But it is the case for one type of reflex, being startled. No matter what you do, you can't startle yourself, just like you can't tickle yourself. Another explanation is that your brain knows where your fingers are when you try to tickle yourself and takes that movement into account. Just like how the world doesn't look like it jumps around you when you move your eyes or your head because your brain knows how you're moving and takes that movement into account in developing a picture from what you're seeing. Either way, the fact that we can't tickle ourselves suggests that the ticklish feeling in gargolesis is a reaction to not knowing what to expect. A tickling stimulus applied to a part of the body where you're ticklish makes you laugh in response to not knowing exactly how the touch will move or change. Why do we only feel ticklish in certain areas, like the bottom of our feet? Again, we don't really know for sure. Light tickling, chismesis, can be felt anywhere, and some studies have suggested that it's a response that originates specifically in the nerve endings that sense pain. Heavy tickling, gargolesis, on the other hand, seems to have more to do with the nerve endings that sense pressure. Even there, parts of the body that sense pressure really well aren't always the most ticklish areas. For example, you can sense touch much better on your palms than on the soles of your feet, but, as you pointed out, you're way more ticklish on your feet than on your hands. One interesting suggestion in a 1999 scientific paper was that the heavy tickling response 
trying to defend yourself against tickling in certain particular areas while simultaneously smiling and laughing evolved as a way for parents to teach children combat skills. Many of the areas where we feel most ticklish, under our arms, our belly, our sides, our neck, and our feet, are also the areas where a punch or a stab would be most likely to do a lot of damage. If a child can learn to protect those areas quickly, they might have a survival advantage in a fight later in life. It may be that tickling acts as a way to hone that protective response, and the smiling and laughing are a way to encourage parents, siblings, and friends to engage in the tickling behavior. Mom, are only people ticklish, or do animals feel the same thing? I mean, our dog Cosmo doesn't laugh when we scratch him, but does he feel something like what we do when we get tickled? Some animals probably do experience heavy tickling. In addition to humans, apes seem to have the same sort of response to similar tickling stimuli on similar parts of their bodies. In addition, other mammals, including dogs, certainly experience light tickling or chismesis. You might have seen dogs, horses, or other mammals move their ears in response to flies or other insects. What's less clear is whether dogs experience a heavy tickle or gargalesis. Dogs do seem to respond to having certain areas on their bodies scratched. Yeah, if I scratch Cosmo in a certain spot on his back, he kicks his leg. Right. Pretty much all dogs do that, and I've heard it described as hitting the tickle nerve. But whether it's really gargalesis depends a lot on how you answer some of the questions we've talked about over the past few minutes. If you give tickling a broad definition, that is, if you define tickling as being just an involuntary response to touch in a certain area, then what dog's experience might be called tickling? A lot of people call that leg movement when the dog is getting scratched a scratch reflex. And gargalesis may be a type of reflex, as we discussed. So there definitely are similarities between heavy tickling and what dogs probably experience. But if you define tickling more narrowly so that it's something more like the laughing and squirming behavior that people experience when they feel an unexpected or unpredictable movement on a particular part of their body, then the dog's scratch reflex probably doesn't qualify. Sure, the dog is moving when being touched in a particular spot, but the dog usually leans into the scratching. It feels good, which makes it different from how people or apes try to squirm away from a tickling stimulus. In reality, the scratch reflex is probably just an amped-up version of the ear twitch a lot of animals exhibit with a light tickling stimulus. It's a behavior that evolved in response to the dog's inability to use its hind legs to scratch a bug or something similar crawling on its back. When you scratch the middle of the dog's back, the sensation is very similar to a bug crawling in the same spot, and the dog moves its leg vigorously in a way that might cause the bug to move away. So, are dogs ticklish? For certain definitions of tickling, yes. But if you're wondering whether your scratching makes Cosmo want to squirm away, probably not. That's it for Half of Wisdom this time. We'd like to thank Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com for letting us use his song Driftmaster in our intro and outro. Check back soon for another prudent question and answer. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, or if you'd like to let us know your thoughts on ticklishness, send us an email at halfofwisdom at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at PrudentQPodcast. Podcast.